years of schooling and they put Give that a nice fade. Way to be a way, way to celebrate your television code seal of good practice. Uh, I think we're good. In five, four. I'm Good stuff here. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Thanks for clicking us on, everybody. Welcome back. It's a few minutes after five. That is my fault. I was in the green room talking to our guest who's about to walk by right now. Uh, you've dialed us up on a really good one. We have got a great show for you tonight. It is, uh, it's LA International Auto Show Night. Is that fair to say? Yes. Yeah, we've, we've got a lot of people in the house tonight, and it's good stuff, good stuff. Uh, David Fortin is the uh, VP of Marketing for the LA International Auto Show. We're going to find out from him why it's going to be different this year and why we're all looking forward to it. Sounds a little bit, uh, sounds like the new ethos is something that I can really get into, and I think you will as well. Uh, that's what's going on. The exciting part for the viewers at home, you should be very happy that this one is over here back doing very well, loving her new mini. And all, you're on Instagram as well. Thank you for joining. I see a bunch of people there. And uh, all the way up in Canada, we have Canada Mike. How you doing, fella, with your new light? Greetings, my friend. I'm doing tremendous. How are you? Is it a new camera and a new light or just one or the other? What's happening? Both? Uh, we've got a new camera and a new light, uh, but we're also in a bit of a work zone here for the next week or so. Uh, our, our viewpoint is going to be changing as oh, we renovate. I love it. Very excited for you, buddy. Uh, that's what's going on. Uh, Will, take it away.
go. I'm doing it. This is exciting. No fog, no bubbles, no nothing. No nonsense. Tonight, yeah, good. welcome back, everybody. Tonight is Tuesday, November 8th, 2022. My name is Jay Ryan. I'm sitting here with Nicole Ryan. How the heck are you in your house t-shirt? I love it. I haven't seen that in ages. The TV show house. Today, I love this shirt. Thank you for getting it for me. I'm, I feel awful. Oh, I'm sorry. You, uh, usual, the conundrum is the worse you feel, the better you look. You look beautiful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and your smile's great. If my legs were to dull, I'd be good enough. Yeah. Well, you're doing a great job. You also had a very busy weekend. You know, we did a lot of stuff. We we even went down to the Marconi for the uh, the Born for Fast toy drive, which was a lot of fun. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah. um, let's see. We're finally back in studio with a great guest. This is really exciting. Um, last week, it was just seemed to be uh, the, the disaster week. Everybody had something where it was needing to be rescheduled. But um, the LA Auto Show is something I'm excited about anyway. So to have somebody who can tell us all about the ins and outs to me is a big deal. I'm very excited to have this conversation with David Fortin, the VP of Marketing for the Los Angeles International Auto Show. The only privately owned auto show in the nation? World? Nation. Nation. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it could be the world. Do we know? It might be the world. Of our scale. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh, so we're going to do that in just a couple of minutes. In the meantime, I wanted to say that uh, it's raining here in Los Angeles. Uh, it's election day. It's raining. Someone won $2 billion in the Powerball a few mere miles from where we're sitting right now. Mere blocks from where we... Yeah, right. Why didn't I eat gas yesterday? Ah! It was El Cedina, right? Yeah, which is you know right by Pasadena there. Yeah. And we have a lot of friends who live in Altadena. So I hope, I hope uh, I'm sending out good vibes to everyone I know from that area. Me too. I have a feeling if anyone we know did win, none of us are going to know about it for quite some time. Yes. And that's how I would play it. Absolutely. Yeah. Can you, do, can you, take, can you uh, accept the prize anonymously? I feel like when I was a kid, you, you weren't. It differs by state. So I don't know if California, you can or you can't. Mm. That's something sure. we would, I would look into that yeah. before <laughs> I bought a $2 billion ticket. Although I guess at $2 billion, you just figure it out, don't you? You get a team of people. Yeah. Steal from me. Do whatever you want. Right, There'll be like, plenty there's left. Plenty yeah. <laughs> there's a there's an account for that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's a it's a it's a big deal. Uh, this is one of the future. Usually, when it gets big, I I buy a ticket. And I thought to myself, Oh, it's raining. I don't know if I want to go out in the rain. I don't know if it's worth it. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, we were talking about this before. I find that if you uh, if we if you declare it and you if you go for this is what we're gonna do, it wouldn't have worked out. I think yeah. whoever whoever did, I hope it was on a whim. I hope they really needed it, you know? Agreed. I don't know why I go, to, I go to that. That's <laughs> uh, I guess with $2 billion, you, you have to do good things with it as well, right? You could waste so much of it. You run out of shitty things to do. <laughs> you consider good at some point. <laughs> well said, exactly. Right? At some point you're you're done humaning and you're like, well, we gotta we gotta figure you this out. You can only consume so much shit. As a regular person, right? Yeah. You don't know how to go do real estate deals and develop property and all the things you would do with everyone that. Everyone I worked with, they were like, and now what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's a big deal though. Good stuff. All right, let's do the business real quick and then just get on with our guest here. Uh ah, let's see. Our friend Adam Oh, and by the way, hello, hello to our friend producer Mike up there in Canada. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Sorry, one like vintage suggests that you wear a costume to pick up the $2 billion. Yeah, at least, though. I mean, you need a costume and a whole different everything. I don't think you pick it up either, right? It's not like you show, like, uh, I'm here. <laughs> I did that. He picked it up in the screen mask when he won the lottery. He never took it off. Oh, well, that's a way to do Was it his real name or did he? I, that's an interesting. An anonymous state. Oh, man. Yeah, smart move. Smart move. Mm -hmm. Cause you, they're like, well, policy is you have to take the photo. Right. Okie doke. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Well, our good old buddy Adam Ferrara, who we saw down at the Marconi this weekend. What a great time that was. I enjoy hanging out with him all the time. Uh, really more so when there isn't a show when we're not doing a professional. Yeah, thing together. when he's himself, it's awesome. <laughs> you don't like TV, Adam? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm learning both. <laughs> they're different. Yeah, he's a real person under there. He's one of my favorite people. Uh, anyway, Adam Ferrara is going to be at the Tempe Improv at the end of this month, uh, the 25th through the 27th. Is that Thanksgiving weekend, I think, right? Yeah. Holy crap. Whew, that's probably, those shows are probably going to be packed. Holiday weekends are crazy because everyone's done with their family, right? Yeah. Well, we did the turkey. We, hit, you, we got drunk and fought all day. A lot of people traveled to be there, and they have nothing to do. Once family's done, they're like... Give me something. Yeah. Right. Just some entertainment. Something that's not what I've been dealing with. The same droning for the last 10 hours. By the way, some people have lovely families. I don't know why we're painting the world with what our experience was with families. Quit throwing the turkey leg. I've seen on Facebook there's a reunion happening for one of my high schools, and that seems to be a detention group. So I'm leaning into that. What do you want to? Should we plug it on the show? What school is it? No, I did. Oh, I don't want to be negative about oh. my own situation. I gotcha. Who were we just talking about the movie Gross Point Blank with recently? Shit, was it you, Mike? Were we having that conversation, or maybe it was Sean Bishop? I can't remember. Somebody, what a great movie that is, and it sort of revolves around the high school reunion. I don't remember well enough, but if you'd be willing to watch it again, I sure like it. I am. It's uh, John Cusack, who it's you've worked Cusack, with, yeah. but also like the, the rest of the cast, and Minnie Driver, but the rest of the cast is great, because his sister's in it, like, duh, of course, and Cusack, yeah. and then uh, um, maybe both of them, actually, but also, uh, um, shit, I'm drawing a blank now. Alan Arkin. Yeah, Alan Arkin, too, but I was thinking of uh, with Ghostbuster, the other, D Dan Aykroyd. Oh, Dan Aykroyd. Your old friend? Oh, my gosh. All right, that's the other thing. Yeah. Big history with the Microphone House of Microphone a little closer to David, Alley please. Show. Say again? Microphone closer to David, please. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Good call there, buddy. Uh, okay, and Byron Bowers is on his way to Atlanta, so go see him uh, while he's there. I'm sure he will do some pop-up shows. His special on Hulu right now, Spiritual N-Word, is fantastic. Um, it's not just a comedy special. It's, it's, a, it's an emotional journey. It's a beautiful story. Uh, you really find out a lot about our friend Byron Bowers. And uh, I hesitate to say something like this because the comparison is just so severe, but this special reminded me a lot of Pryor, of Richard Pryor, the honesty, the, 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 the vulnerability, um, and, uh, and sometimes the discomfort, you know, the realness of it all. Uh, it's just really, really good. So it's on Hulu now. Byron Bowers, spiritual N-word, except it's not N-word. I think if you probably just type spiritual, it'll probably 
autofill, I would imagine. Uh, Magnus Walker's uh, Urban Outlaw 10 exhibit is going on at the Peterson now through January. Go check it out. We had a blast driving one of the cars over there, and we've seen the exhibit a couple times since he installed it, and it's getting, it's growing. He just, it seems like every time he has another idea, he goes back to the garage, gets another thing, comes back over, puts a new thing on the wall, and so on. Uh, so go check that out at the Peterson. The Born for Fast Toy Drive, as I mentioned, was a huge success. Congrats to Sebastian with OI, as well as the whole Marconi team. That yeah. was a blast. Um, love supporting the Marconi Museum. They do a great job for events and stuff. With, I love them. With everything. Um, yeah. We love them. Thank you for supporting us, Marconi Thank Museum. We, that's why we support you. Also... Now, this is the fun stuff. Your only source for officially licensed Late Show with David Letterman merchandise is, of course, the Hello Deli. So dial up the hello-deli.com on your, uh, your internet there and uh, go tell Rupert that uh, you need a shirt or a mug or he sells all that stuff. It's great. Old Late Show, late show hats. Literally, this is new stuff. It's the old stuff, but it's Ooh, new stuff, which is really, cool. really fun if you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> if not, this doesn't make any sense to you. Uh, we're big fans, and Rupert loves Nicole, so when you dial up Rupert, make sure that you say Nicole, say hello for Nicole, because oftentimes... I cannot. Yeah, that's right. It's an MS joke. Uh, St. Clair Insurance. Okay, here we go. Uh, they say, all which separates men and boys is the coverage for their toys. What types of toys are we talking about today, Mrs. Ryan? Uh, collector cars, probably. That's uh, right! <laughs> That's right. Could be anything. We do often talk about the collector cars. Haggerty is a big one for him, but he's licensed in most states and shops all the top providers, so you get the best coverage for your toys. Uh, that is, of course, St. Clair Insurance and our friend Jeff St. Clair. Dial him up on the www at coverageforyourtoys.com. 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 And definitely tell Jeff St. Clair that Nicole says hello because today she 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 can't. Uh, series One Films has been, uh, excuse me, this episode has been brought to you in part by Series One Films. Series One Films is your complete resource to develop your brand identity and marketing using video ads and SEO to help your automotive business reach more customers. Send Series One Films a message today to find out more. Series1films.com. 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 Yep, that's right. And if you look at our friend up there in Canada, he's denoting that the one is, is indeed a number one. Okay, that's all the business. I'm so happy that we got it. Sorry that it took so long. All good stuff. Now, it's my great pleasure to introduce you all to, finally, he's here, he's sitting next to his sign, David Fortin. There I am. VP of Marketing for the Los Angeles International Auto Show. But talking in the green room, it sounds like you are interesting for a multitude of reasons. Cars we'll talk about today. Sure. Music a little bit. A little bit. Sure. House of Blues. Sure. We were both big fans. Not only saw a lot of shows there, tremendous amount of industry events we did oh, there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That one on Sunset Strip was... The that one. was the place to go. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and what was your involvement there? How did that all work? Yeah, if you don't I'll, mind jumping there I'll first. I'll jump right into it. I have had a long journey to get to the L.A. Auto Show, which started in Harvard Square uh, back in 1994. Uh, got a gig as a bar back at the original House of Blues yeah. in, um, in Cambridge, founded by Dan Aykroyd and Isaac Tigret. And at that time, it was the place to be in Massachusetts, you know, celebrity. It's not like out here where, you know, there's celebrity all over the place. In Boston, a, a celebrity of an A-level caliber is a is a thing. So it was had a was there a reason they chose Cambridge as the, as the launch? Yeah, well, Isaac also founded Hard Rock Cafe along with Peter Holy Morton. crap. So, yeah, so he, you know. I very, still have those shirts. Yeah, I think everybody <laughs> has one at least somewhere. In their Honolulu! Right? 
Um, and he had, after he left um, Hard Rock, and I think his share was something like $100 million, and he built hospitals in uh, India, uh, you know, and he had a spiritual guru, and, you know, somehow got Before led Before or after the Hard Rock? After he sold the Hard Rock, uh, he used that money to build hospitals in India, uh, and then through his spiritual mentor, you know, landed on a place where he was still needed in the world of hospitality, and he's from the South, and, you know, had a Southern upbringing, and so through some circumstance meets dan who you know blues brothers he's blue dan is a true blues fan aficionado you know uh, he knows about as much as anybody you could talk talk to about blues and cars blues too artists. strangely he's yeah, got a right? crazy pocket but he's really really knowledgeable there. yeah and so those two together created something sort of bigger than the individual uh, of themselves and uh from what i know of the lore of it um he liked Cambridge because of it it was so multi you know diverse hmm. with Harvard Square right there but also the most colleges and universities of any city outside of Paris I think right um, so he liked that he liked that it was young and had an energy there are a um, lot I never thought about that there are a tremendous amount of colleges it's, it's, in and around yeah, I went to Boston College um, and you went to BC I did I'm an eagle. I wanted to go there so bad <laughs> <laughs> you went to U of M. Was, I mean, that's I no know, slouch. No. <laughs> because I didn't get into BC. Oh, wow. U, UVM would have been my, my next choice. Um, so, yeah, Chestnut Hill is beautiful. It was beautiful. Good. So is UVM. UVM, um, yeah. VM's in the sticks. Vermont? Oh, where did you, you go? UVM, Michigan. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, so, anyway, I'm in Boston, and... Uh, a friend of mine, there's this story, this could be the whole hour, so I'm going to try to condense it, but I had had a friend uh, staying with me when I was a senior in Boston College. We went on a school trip to the two hottest brands in Boston, which was Harpoon Brewery and the House of Blues. Mm. When I was at the House of Blues, I, I asked the bartender, like, how do you get a job here? Because my friend sleeping on my couch needed a job, and I wanted him to have a job. I need him off my couch. Uh, and they said, oh, we have open interviews every Monday. You know, there's like 50 people there trying to get a job here. And I was like, all right. So I went back home, told him he got a job uh, as a bar back uh, at House of Blues. I graduate BC. I move to the Cape Cod, Cape Cod for a summer. I move back. My friend's still working there. He said, ah, we well, yeah, Are you from New England? I'm sorry. New Hampshire. Uh, yeah, okay. I grew up in Bedford, New Hampshire. Connecticut, yeah. upstate New York. So yeah. we all have okay. a similar. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bedford, New Hampshire, home of some some um, big time comedians, Sarah, Silver, Sarah Silverman and Adam Sandler, right? Sandler uh, and uh, Seth Meyers. And Seth Meyers, that's right. Uh, Sandler was Manchester, but you know, it's all right oh, there. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're right. It's New all right Hampshire. there. <sighs> But Seth and Sarah, I believe, are Bedford. Um, so uh, he said, I think we're looking for a bar back. I think I could get you a job there. So he came home like after his next shift and said, yeah, you got you got a job if you want it. And so I went in. I took the gig. I was a bar back, too, um, and really did like a shift or two of bar backing and got an opportunity to get into marketing and did that. Trying to make this short because my house no, of blues story I, is really me, long. It makes sense to me though if you just get in the door <laughs> yeah. just because it's an interesting place I mean, to the place be. Was just, it's a creative venue, I mean, and that one was awesome because it was really roots-based music. It was the blues guys like Luther Allison coming through and like the real deal blues guys. It wasn't saturated yet. Um, they were probably happy yeah. to have a room dedicated. Oh, for sure. The journeymen are just looking for a gig and we had a great talent buyer who was my mentor um, and, you know, who came from that 
world. He was a piano player. And so like the people that we got through in a 200 capacity room was just off the charts. The wow. Rawls came through. We did Boston, the band in there. I mean, yeah. just like oh, just crazy, crazy shows. Um, and then I grew there as a as a as a young marketer from a coordinator into some other roles. And then I got the opportunity to open up the House of Blues San Diego. So I took that gig, moved out here in 2001. Uh, and 10 days after landing in California, September 11th happened. I saw that coming. Yeah. Um, which for me, uh, which was just a terrible time, but for me, kept me in L.A. versus going to San Diego because they said I had to come to the home office, work oh. for a few months while the world writes itself. I forgot about yeah. it. Los Angeles may not remember this. There used to be a House of Blues building in this town. Oh, yeah. Is the it still there? five five Sunset. Nah, it's gone now. Was but that the, the one that was next to the, the Palladium, right? Yeah. Which is hilarious to me because that was the in the end of the Blues Brothers. That was the Paris Hotel oh, Ballroom or whatever go. the Palace Hotel Ballroom. Anyway, okay, oh, go ahead. Get, Sorry. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, Eventually, so we'll talk about my the lucky show. break to like be in the home office environment, the corporate environment, and I actually never left. Uh, and so <laughs> I, I never opened up the House of Blues San Diego. I stayed in the House of Blues corporate world for. Another 15 years. I had 26 years with House of Blues and Live Nation, and I left them as the SVP of marketing and joined LA Auto Show. Holy crap. Yeah. Wow. You used to do stuff with Live Nation when you had the, All the time. big clients and stuff? Yeah, I bet. I'm sure. Yeah. Of course, yeah. But Good that club, grief. the stories from the foundation room, and we'll the, leave them it, as stories. Yes. Everyone <laughs> wanted yeah. to play there. Yeah. That was the spot to go. Yeah. And I asked people on the slide, like, if they were going, because they weren't promoting it right and so i went there a lot under the radar mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, i love that room i know it's so bizarre yeah. to me that it's gone i know i mean i, it, I know. <laughs> to me it was like oh this is part of la right there yeah, on the sunset yeah, yeah. strip i'm I mean, the one really... that had to be out on sunset strip the night we closed talking really? to the media oh it was the toughest painful. gig ever yeah it was ridiculous it was really everyone's hard. broken hearted yeah Oh, sorry yeah. to bring it up. All right. Well, That's all right. Let's talk about whew. some exciting stuff. Dan Aykroyd was great, by the way. I've worked with him a lot uh, over awesome. the years doing stuff with awesome. both his vodka and Ghostbusters yeah, and yeah. whatever. And he's just been uh, absolutely delightful and kind of exactly what I always expected Dan yeah. Aykroyd to be like. Yeah. Yeah. He, I think he's part alien for sure. His memory is insane. His knowledge yeah. of things, things is insane. <laughs> his you dedication. You can see his mind working. Always. He's yeah. got a always. big head. Like, you can watch it. And he was always like so dedicated. Like we would have, we'd be opening up a new venue and call it Houston or wherever we were. And I would do the PR with him. And you know, we'd leave the venue at like eleven, or I would. Dan is still like entertaining and hosting, and you know, he's a founder. Everybody wants to be yeah. like five a.m. call, you know. And four fifty-nine, that guy would walk into the lobby like, "Let's go." I mean, just amazing. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a showman too. Yeah, so. he is. He is. Uh, not not a bad person though to be the face of your. Th Didn't they used yeah. to show up in the blues? Car they would bring yeah, the bluesmobile yeah, yeah. to all the openings. We would, we would bring it to, usually bring it to an opening, and him and uh, sometimes uh, his Jimmy crew. Bougie. Yeah, Jim uh, would come, and they would bring their crew of all the guys that have like the the, the Harley jackets that Great. are all House of Blues branded, and they'd ride in the yeah. vests and everything. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about he had a whole like gang. He rode deep. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. Uh, okay, so yeah. from House of Blues to Live Nation. So it's all live, live, live. It's all about then events, Then to the yeah. auto show. Yeah. So 
pandemic hits, you know, and nobody's having live concerts uh, anywhere in the world. And, you know, Live Nation had to make some tough decisions. I was part of that decision. And I took a little time to be with the family. And lucky enough, um, three people from my House of Blues past were working with the LA Auto Show. Terry Tony's president, Maureen McGrath, VP of sales, and a woman named Denise also on the sales side. And um, they saw my post uh, and that I had left, you know, after 26 years, my journey with House of Blues is over. And they reached out and said, hey, we were shut down too, obviously. Mm -hmm. We're thinking about bringing back um, the show. It's usually in November. They were thinking about May of 2021. Mm -hmm. If we do that, we furloughed and laid off a lot of our team too. You know, would you, would you be interested in kind of bringing the show out of the pandemic? Uh, and I, I said, sure. Uh, at the time, I, I'm not working. That sounds good to me. Yeah, it's uh, ambitious. <laughs> but, though, uh, yeah, it's a big deal. Um, but you know, the idea of it was foreign at at first, and we ended up not doing May. Uh, we we went back to the November, the original November date. So last year, November 2021, is when the show was. Um, the first, the first one. The back. first one after nineteen, right? Um, and it was foreign at first, for sure. I was, I'm not a, a car guy, like an under the hood get in there. I had a huge appreciation of cars. You know, in Bedford, New Hampshire, we'd all light up when somebody's dad was driving a Porsche around town for because sure. you just would see it and like, well, oh my God, they have a Porsche. You know, um, so I've always appreciate appreciated the aesthetic of beauty of of sort of those types of cars and. Um, but then as I got into it, it was, you know, you mentioned a little bit earlier, it was a live music festival and the stages are the automakers. And in that instant, it all made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and festival. So it's Convert a festival. it to festival. It's just a festival. It's a big festival about lifestyle and fun and serving artists or clients and, you know, about creating the best experience for both sides. You know, we have a lot of cu- the automakers are our customers and the consumers are our customers who are coming for a variety of different reasons, to see the new cars, absolutely, to drive them, absolutely. But there's also the whole culture around cars, especially in Southern California. And the more we celebrate that and become a part of it, it will only grow our event. And that's what Mm. I think I can bring to the show from my past experience. Um, And what I think this year, last year was really a survival. Like, can you pull off a live global event in this environment uh, of the pandemic. And we were adamant from the start, we weren't gonna do a hybrid event. Um, That's a tricky, tricky widget to try to figure out and make work. Um, And so whatever the mandates were, whatever the protocols were, we were digging into them deep and figuring out how to solve them Mm -hmm. because we were gonna have a live event last year. And we pulled it off, which then ushered in other auto shows around the world feeling confident they can do live events again. The, the precedent was set. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah, it was wild. It was a it See was if a you ride. even can bring it back. Okay, yeah. now we did. Um, you know, all of your time in music and, and live uh, events before, that makes me wonder, did you ever used to have to do the NAM show or any of those type of trade shows for music? I didn't. A okay. lot of my my, my colleagues certainly okay. were at NAM, and we, have the, we had the House of Blues in Anaheim, so yeah, there was that connection right there, <laughs> yeah. I, very tied in. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. just curious. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and so this year it's sort of, 
Because it's a trade show, to be right. clear. Because yeah. one's a, the, a trade show for, for music, a trade show for cars. There's a lot of overlap in my own mind. It sounds to me <laughs> like you're bringing it together. Yes. Yeah, and I don't mean to lead the witness <laughs> here, but a lot of the things that, that Victor uh, from ID has told mm-hmm. me, it sounds like a lot more experiential. Uh, you, you go into it, but it was I was thinking of Nam in that way mm-hmm. where everything is very... Uh, Experiential, you're mm-hmm. you're 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 you're, you're hands on with things, and I feel like um, that's something the auto show hasn't always been. Yeah, and it's from my understanding. You know, the we were a privately owned show, um, and our current owner, um, she talks a lot about her um, her grandfather who used to own the show way before her. Yeah, hang and, on, can you say what year this is? This privately owned show, how many years? I believe we're going thirty to fifty. I'm going to put it somewhere in there. No, but isn't this the 115th? Oh, this year's show is the 115th anniversary show. So 1907. (laughs) I think it's Morley's skating rink. Uh, There were 99 cars on display. Two of them were electric. Wow. 115 years ago. the first one. Yeah. Wow. So we're celebrating that this year, and that's that's an underlying message of um, sort of what we're building and, and what we see the future of what this type of event is. Uh, to your point, um, especially in, in Southern California, like the car culture is so strong and the automobile is changing to be experiential. The the connected car is changing everything. Mm-hmm. And as we move to EVs and, and it gets developed more and the technology improves, it's only going to uh, enhance everybody's life. And I, I talk a lot about how the vehicle it's empowering us in some way. If you, you're driving a lime lime green Lamborghini, mm-hmm. it's empowering your ego. If you know if oh. you're driving a big Tahoe and you got two car seats in the back and a dog crate that can fit a hundred ba- pound dog in the back and a roof rack, like it's empowering your family. And everybody it's has empty, something yeah. that is, and it's a tank and it's protecting them, right? So everybody has some sort of empowerment happening, and the move to electrification is really going to exponentially support that in ways that people don't even realize, you know, like powering your house from your car if there's a blackout. Like, I mean, that yeah, kind that's of stuff is incredible. Uh, helping someone on the road if they're, if they're out of battery and you might have a bi-directional charger. In, you know, in time, everybody wow. can you know, bring community together and help. I just need, you know, and because there's an app yeah. for that, it's all connected. It's app, not like your car's going to do it all, like right, you know, like right. So it's really uh, amazing at, at what's happening, and so we have an authentic stake, sort of, in that with a hundred fifteen year history of educating and inspiring people to see the latest of today and tomorrow, but also don't don't forget about the past and celebrate that, and so. We're trying to put it all together at, at the LA Convention Center. Uh, we use like every square inch of that million square uh, million square feet of space to use. Um, you always did. Will yeah, there be more this year? I mean, there's there was more. All yeah, the hallways we're, were, we're pushing up. We use the main halls, so there's two main halls. We use Petrie Hall. Porsche moves in there every year. Yeah, uh, the atriums, the lobbies. We yeah. we reimagine Concourse Foyer, Concourse Hall, North Plaza. Gilbert Lindsay Plaza, the streets around LA Convention Center, the parking lot across the street for a new Cars and Coffee event. Thank you, my friend to the left. You know, <laughs> Vinny Russo know, also told, told yeah. me to ask about the Cars and Coffee. Yeah. So that's the type of stuff that 
only complements the overall experience. And, you know, some of the stuff is there every day. Some of it is for only a, f- a couple days, like cars and coffee with our partners, Bridgestone. It's across the street. We got, I think, about 75 cars in a lot. That's the Saturday and Sunday of the first weekend. So, so 8 to 11, come on down and just cruise with fellow enthusiasts and check out some awesome cars. Can't wait. Then you can Excuse head across me, the street and head in the show. Yeah, Canada. Uh, thank you for mentioning Vinny Russo uh, in here, bought a badge. Uh, Tapa Starga uh, also bought a badge. Uh, question here. Went to the LA Auto Show last year and there weren't any other Euro brands except Porsche. Will that be different this year? Yeah. So, I mean, I, we get asked this question a lot. And for, for me as a consumer focused, you know, individual, it's amazing to me how the consumers seem to think we pick and choose who comes to the show, <laughs> you know, and so-and-so and, wasn't invited this right, year. Yeah, I like, heard. yeah, no, they're not going to come. Right. I mean, we're, we're an open platform for automakers and, you know, we, we invite and would love to have every automaker in the room. We don't feel any sort of authority to speak on behalf of a brand that decides or not to come or not come. Um, we're not in their boardrooms. We don't know what their strategic initiatives are, and you know everybody has their plan. What we do say is this is the largest car market in the United States of America. It has the best car culture in the world. Uh, and if you don't want to put your brand in front of hundreds of thousands of people who are potentially interested in picking their next car, we might have a difference of opinion. <laughs> what we do say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but to answer the question directly. Volkswagen is back in a main hall. They have an absolutely Beautiful. stunning exhibit that they're going to debut. Um, oh, yeah. Well, one of those things has been driving around L.A. a couple of times. I can't wait to see seen? it. Uh, it's, it's boxy. I'll just say oh, it's boxy. Okay. It's boxy. Um, but, and they're bringing it. Um, and they're going to have a satellite exhibit. Um, Genesis is back this year. Um, you know, everybody. It's no, you know, we can say the brands at Mercedes and BMW is what people ask about a lot. And right. I always say you should ask them. Ask them, don't I? You know, right. we would love to have them. Yeah, absolutely. That's all I can say. Was last year a, ca- a situation where people were waiting to see what happened? Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. all right, well, LA's getting, putting their toe back in the tub. Let's just see how, how, it, how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think some were cautious and things got more expensive over the last few years as well. And the supply chain issue of last year and you just know, there shipping were just so cars many, here. yeah, just moving cars around was mm-hmm. difficult in general. Um, so yeah, I think they are, they are also figuring out what the automotive show experiences for their brand. At the same time, we're figuring out what the auto show experiences for Los Angeles. Right. Uh, and we try to marry those two. Um, and you know, like I said, they're outside of Volkswagen, you know, Subaru, um, always brings an amazing kit and, yeah. and they've got a new kit this year with some surprises that I can't wait for people to see. And um you know it's just it's up to them and and like i said we love we got some new people we have in dev which is a los angeles brand coming in we have hyperion coming in we've got charge cars coming in Mm. so every year you have these startups and um you know brands a little earlier in their development and you know i kind of see it's like again a festival it's like you know you have stages all over and the stages are different and some are closer to the main stage and Mm -hmm. that's how the whole game sort of gets played and you know one day they may all be in the main halls is it know? that way do they do they get to do they pick their spot or they is do it they do really pick and their it's spot. 
it's I would imagine just like any other type of thing where you're paying by square footage yeah, and, and placement. Absolutely. And what all are that you what are you thing. trying to accomplish? And we try to solve those goals for them. Uh, and then everything gets put into, you know, a master the mix. budget. The mix, yeah. And the Tetris and, begins. And like what do you wanna what do you wanna do? And we get we get some crazy asks, you know, again within uh, can we do this type yeah, of thing? Yeah, can we do this? And and it's well, it's ten feet tall and the door's six feet high. Like, you know, like can we take it apart? You know, we're always uh-huh. trying to find the solve to make happen what what ultimately the client wants to have happen that represents their brand. Um, so it's going to be wild, though. Like we have so many events this year. Uh, talk, you know, similar to cars and coffee. We got Formula Drift on the second weekend, uh, Ooh, Friday and that's Saturday. That's going to be a crowd draw. Oh yeah, everyone loves doing... that shit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone's driving um, sideways. Those guys yeah. are nuts. It's amazing to watch. Yeah, it's going to be pretty. So that took a lot of work to figure out. Again, talking so, about logistics and all of that. But let's be clear here. There's yeah. going to. They're actually going to be doing it there. They're, a demo. A demo. That's yeah, what but I mean. the, they're, the they're professional really drivers out. will be drifting on North wow. Plaza. Yeah. First time. First time in Los, in Los Angeles, Angeles streets. From the wings. Wow. Um, which is really fun. We've got more test drives and rides than in the history of the show because we've got an outdoor track. We've got three indoor tracks. We've got three what we call thrill rides with, like, the Camp Jeeps and the Ford Broncos, Ram Truck thrill Territory. Well, you kind of strap in as a passenger, and they've built these mountains and dirt and all this, you know, rocky terrain, and sure. professional drivers take you through that to show the capabilities of the vehicle. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's you know, what you it's would get if you went to like, the dealership at Range Rover or something, right. not generally at the auto show. Right, exactly. So, wow. again, people, the automakers bringing their brand into the auto show experience and wanting, you know, Last year, I, I did Ford Bronco Bill Wild, and, you know, it's just so cool. Like, you go in this pit of sand, and they can turn the vehicle on one axle, one wheel. So if yeah. you're stuck, you know, and just, like, and then you just spin out, and it's just, like— You'll never be stuck again. You'll never be stuck again. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, that kind of stuff. It's like iRobot—was it iRobot, where the, they weren't wheels anymore? They were spheres somehow, so oh, could, right. yeah, they could yeah. orient in any direction. Uh, here's a question yeah. from the Internet. Manual yeah. Career Third says, uh, this will this will seventh-year-leading— VIP oh. media tours at the LA Auto Show. This Manual. will be my, maybe. Manual. Thanks, buddy. Do you know him? Yeah. I, I've seen his name across my email a few times in the last couple of weeks. He's a host uh, of the show. So the VIP track. tours are great. It's a, it's an elevated ticket. Uh, a, a journalist or media professional takes you on a guided tour uh, throughout the auto show. So you get that expert perspective on what you're seeing well, and you're sure uh, not to miss then, anything that way too yeah, sometimes it gets overwhelming and, and you miss the thing you lot. went to go see there's a lot yeah we you know research that we do you know it's like a five and a quarter hour probably experience if you're going to try and spend some time and see everything we got west coast customs back this year we oh, got right galp and hall of customs i mean right and, on. so the the garage you know we brought on a, a new um a uh, new person this year who has just embraced bringing the garage back to life, which is the aftermarket area. Yeah. Right over in South Hall. Top of the escalator yeah, on the left there. there. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the garage? But it's going to be off the hook. we got some incredible brands down there. Uh, Rock and Chicano uh, is coming in. Vintage Chariots, Yamaha, SS Motorsports. Oh, like, man. But it's going to be... It'll so adventure sports as well. It sounds like yeah. There's Very a cool. little bit like I I joke around like maybe we should call our show wheels. Like if it has wheels, we celebrate it. Really, we almost we tried really hard this year to bring a vertical takeoff and landing aircraft into the show. 
um, <laughs> and battery powered though, right? So it's an eVTOL and the future potentially. But of like how the we flying move. car, the future of the flying car. Yeah, type yeah, of but a there's device? not so much the future anymore. That's the crazy thing. Oh. It's they're here, they're being developed. There's a lot of money going into that development, mm. and uh, they had a couple at Detroit, I think, uh, smaller. Uh, we were trying to work with some of the bigger players, bringing them in. They're done. They're just not quite ready yet. But if we really get a flying car, not only in my lifetime, but call it by 2030, I will absolutely say that the future predictors or whatever totally nailed it by the year 2000. Oh, 30 years off in the grand yeah, scheme I mean, of things. Right. No big deal. Fine. Yeah, and they're out there. I mean, and so but there are the quadcopter versions, right? They're yeah, basically, it's, it's which is like, a more stable way to do it. Totally. Yeah, and that's wild. Uh, they kind of look like giant drones in a way but like beautiful incredible but because there's yeah. a computer controlling yeah. Yeah. all those individual things not just a guy with yeah. it. it's pretty amazing yeah it, it is Damn. and so you think about getting from santa monica to downtown in 12 minutes you know yeah. as a commuter craft versus what does it take at 7 8 a.m right now I, I don't know. Everything sounds you great know? until one guy doesn't keep up with his oil changes or whatever. And <laughs> falls down over, you know, Pico someplace. Right, and, right. Well, um, they'll work that out, I hope. I, I'm wondering about wheels. I think wheels would be like a great name for an auto show. But is there any potential in the world for the Los Angeles no. International Auto Show to no, <laughs> rename no, no. itself wheels? It's too much brand equity. I mean, I think it's one of those annual events that, it's on people's radar and when it comes around and all the billboards go up and mm -hmm. all of that it's kind of like oh yeah the auto show's back it, it's, it's, it's like it's, christmas it's, it's, yeah it's a 115 year brand and i don't think you mess with that but I, I think we'd like to start thinking about second third different types of events throughout the year and mm. that could be wheels presented by the la auto show <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah i see where you're going yeah expansion expansion man I'm so excited with everything you're going to fit into it, but I really kind of have to see how it's all going to work. You I have brought maps you a map. there. Can I, we? I'm actually excited to tell you both. This is not uh, a moment for right now. This is a moment of truth. You guys are the, actually the first people to ever see this. Oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> Give us a moment then. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's. Oh my god! There's literally racetracks here. That's the floor map of the show for 2022. Wow. Driving tracks, I should probably say. Drive and ride. Drive and ride. Tracks. Drive and ride. Some are ride, some are drive, some are choose your poison. Wow, this is yeah. incredible. All right, so and I can show this to the sure. Kids at home, yeah, obviously. please right. do. All right, so let's get a nice big zoom in here. This is what we're looking at. So <clears throat> I don't see a lack of anything. <laughs> it is packed. It's pretty packed. It is there. packed. Uh, and ten days to you know. I think in, in you know as a as an experiential guy, there's there's the opportunity to come multiple times because there's things happening on different days, and you might want to come back to see Formula Drift, but you wanted to go to Cars and Coffee, or you didn't get a chance to get in the vehicle you really wanted to. So that's interesting. Yeah, you make it a multiple day thing. You know, you don't do Disneyland in one day anymore. It's that's impossible. like a multiple day. I do thing. one land in one day. Right. You know, maybe at the pace my kids walk. Yeah. <laughs> and this is basically you've got the it's basically two different lands here because you got the south hall and the west yeah, hall yeah and then the outside stuff wow well i i'm really excited about this are are the people that you talk to like me are they excited about about this year because of yeah these the more we tell everybody what what's actually happening uh and the more we're able to release information um the excitement level just goes up and up i mean there's that base of what I 
have kind of called the generational community of the LA Auto Show. It's the grandparents with the parents with the kids and the grandkids, and they all come every year together. It's a thing. Yep. Um, and that is so cool to watch, especially on, we were talking about Thanksgiving, you know, we have like family four packs on the day before and on Thanksgiving cause we're open Thanksgiving day. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Which is cool. Um, is it, yeah. is that going to be, how is that going to work? Is it going to be good? Oh yeah. It, it's a big day. We have a lot. Day. Um, you see early on, it's really busy and then, you know, everybody's heading back for the, for the meal when it's, when they get the call time to eat. That's what I'm thinking. So yeah. some people stay behind and they're doing right. all of the but preparation point, and some people you have get the so heck many out of the people house. in town. What are you going to to do that kind of might work for everybody Um, the garage has so many cool like stuff for kids there's gonna be a lamborghini wrap that the kids can ride on there's that's cool luxury ride-ons you know you can get your kid on a mini bugatti or whatever you know like it's just there is it's it's a saying i've used a lot over the years but there truly is something for everyone at the la auto show is is the, it seems like some of these are always in the same spot. Like Porsche always seems to be yeah, in the same so spot over there. Like some of the brands, the show will end, and they will put their hold on the spot for next year. That's it. The next we day. like this. This worked the, out the well. Day. Do it okay, again. Okay, we're back. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's, that makes a lot of They sense. like to curate their experience and take that haul. And, I mean, it's really – it's like walking into a beautiful Porsche dealership, you know, times 10. You know, it's like – Yeah, it is. It's just like – They always do the breakfasts there yeah, and everything. very cool. Yeah. <laughs> Little morning cocktail parties. Yeah. It's really crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh so, uh, you know – both halls are, are, are really full, and like I mentioned, we have three tracks this year. They're ride-alongs, but it Nissan, like there's Hyundai. There's a track everywhere you go. There's I mean, at least one. Be an track. opportunity to get a, get in a car. Yeah, so Nissan, Hyundai, and Ford um, are going to have tracks in their actual exhibit space. So that mm. goes back to us figuring out how is the auto show experience changing, um, and what are the automakers looking to do. Some of the brands want interested attendees when they're talking to a brand ambassador to be able to walk right into a test ride experience right in their space yeah don't lose the customer right other brands and this is what goes back to earlier like i'm not in the rooms with with the automakers making these decisions but we also hear some brands like to be co-located well if someone's there checking out brand a i like that my brand is next to that Mm -hmm. because i think we have a similar audience, and they might get attracted to to my option for their new car. So it's all the strategies, and, like, you know, we try to solve for them. McDonald's, Burger King type of thing. Yeah, a little yeah. bit, yeah. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Um, some of the brands in here that you've mentioned, and I say brands, not even automotive brands, just sort of brand brands. Like, I see NASCAR here. I don't know if you mentioned yeah, that one. Yeah, it's part of yet. the experiential. So, you know, when you think about... You know, I mentioned Rock and Chicano and the Cars and Coffee. There's going to be a lot of lowriders and classics and muscle cars in both of those locations. But we we also celebrate motorsports. And, you know, NASCAR is a great partner. They're coming in, um, celebrate three of their races. Clash at the Coliseum is the upcoming one. Um, but we also have Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach down, um, you know, partying down in the garage. Uh, and we got Formula Drift out on North Plaza. So when you think about motorsports and connecting to that community, we, you know, I think we have like a, a unique opportunity to embrace it all. We don't have to pick and choose. We can embrace every vehicle-related community. That's what I was going to say. Everything seems very well represented. Yeah, that's the goal. Thanks. Well, I mean, 
it's on paper. Now pull this off. on paper. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. I can't wait. Yeah. When is it? Well, all right. What are the official dates? November 18th through the 27th. The the other big deal of what the LA Auto Show is is the press and media day. So you have a global audience coming to Los Angeles to see. Uh, it's, it's only uh, media and industry professionals the day before. Um, so all the, whether it's global debut, North American debut, it could be an auto show debut, it could be just big news. Mm-hmm. So it's a day of press conferences, kicking it off this year with, with Subaru and a global reveal, which Can't is going to be really cool. Cannot wait. Um, a lot of people are excited about that. Yep. Um, and we that, <laughs> you can't say it right, even though some of us yeah. might know, but you yeah. can't. Yeah, okay, good stuff. Good stuff. I think stuff. it's out there. You can find it if you want. Um, I have to think back if we got the you're all clear. I, I <laughs> Don't think, even worry I think about we it. Did. Don't even worry uh, about it. Go to the auto show and see it in person. We're, we're all working on uh, minimal sleep these days, but we're going to pull it off. Uh, and then you've got 45 plus countries represented, you know, because yeah. they're automotive journalists. Entities are being flown here to see, you know, it. You know, as as we come further and further out of the pandemic, we believe, you know, it. There are going to be some consolidations uh, of shows, probably. You know, there mm-hmm. used to be a lot of shows, like seventy shows across the United States. If you think about local, regional, and ours. Between New York, Chicago, Detroit, and L.A., those are sort of the big four. I can only think of the four. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, there's one in Orange County. There's one in San Francisco. And so there are other ones. But I, okay. we think more and more, uh, just bes- because of sort of the way the world is playing out, where L.A. and the other ones that I mentioned are really going to you know, maybe take a higher level of prominence yeah. uh, in the future, which we're excited about. Fine. Yeah. That sounds great. We're L.A. <laughs> right? <laughs> 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 it's weird. It's the land yeah. of make believe. I yeah. mean, it's funny how much this uh, town is able to pull off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the location. I mean, we also are uniquely positioned to to sort of, I would say, warrant that. We're, you know, from where we are in California. California leads the nation when it comes to sort of clean, green. We have the mandate in twenty thirty five that all new cars are going to be. Green, zero emission vehicles, zero emission. So whatever you end up being there and and within the guidelines. Oh, that's an interesting um, loophole. You could have some sort of a combustion engine as long as it is zero emission. I guess, uh, yeah. I don't know how how you do that. Or if there's like a certain, you know, if it's sort of today they're seeing like some of the hybrids. It's like you know, and you get ten miles of electric. You know, it might go the it might go the other way, right? You might yeah. get three hundred electric and ten miles of gas, and maybe that's that'll true. Qualify. Just to get to the I don't place. know, but I don't think anybody's going to want to have. There's something you know. We just um, we just flipped our website, and we have a lot of new kind of fun facts on there, and I believe it's it's accurate that uh, a traditional car today has two thousand moving parts. A typical EV is twenty. Yeah, that's ludicrous to me. We, right. we, we had Leno here uh, not too long ago, and him explaining to me, like, what? There's no wearable parts. Like, nothing yeah. wears. Like, I, you got to do tires and windshield wipers. I was like, yeah. well, what about brakes? Yeah. He's like, regeneration. I, was I like, know. It's amazing. Yeah, he had me at every point. I was like, yeah. gee whiz, these fucking electric cars are pretty good, aren't they? Jeez. The, after, <laughs> the aftermarket is, <laughs> is figuring it out, though, the way they're customizing and what they're doing. Like, it's a whole new industry that, you know, whether you're you're all about um, gas and gas powered as a hobby and all of that, or you're all right. about the future. They're still doing some amazing things with these cars after yeah. the fact. 
I can't believe how much power we can make out of cars these days with, with not much of anything. Small displacement, turbocharged, supercharged, mm-hmm. driving giant SUVs with little turbocharged four cylinders. It's crazy. And then you know, we were talking about and like wheels, you know, like there's also, you know, a one wheel now and you're seeing people cruising around downtown on one wheel and I would have no teeth is and changing. broken arms. Yeah. Like two slings. I'm scared of it too. Like they're and the the scooters are, you know, Casey proliferating. Neistat. I blame mm-hmm. Casey Neistat. Boosted boards, all yeah. of it. <laughs> also, yeah. but that's what the kids are into. It is. And, you know, going, uh, it's funny, another, uh, what's his name, Dean Kamen, who invented the Segway, is another Bedford, New Hampshire person. Um, oh. So all the way, when, when that came out, that's been like a part of my life. And so like, you know, knowing he invented that from where I was from, and now seeing like where micromobility is going and all of yeah. that, um, it just all keeps getting connected. It seems like you're your life has been that way. You kind of, it yeah. seems like your story just goes from one beat to the next. Do, do you right. feel that way about your life looking back? Is it a straight line or do you see the curves that the rest of us feel? Uh, I have a little bit of curve. I, you know, I think personally, I, I try not to get too caught up, um, you know, and worry uh, about the future. I try to like to stay in the moment and love to know that secret. Do the best, yeah, do the best I can to, you know, marry and I have two kids and, you know, set them up and, and us up, you know, for, you know, hopefully a long life <laughs> and uh, try to stay in the moment and, you know, celebrate the past at the, in the right way, but not, mm. not worry about the past too much, you know? Interesting. Well, yeah. that's the present, right? you got to, yeah. <laughs> the future and the past, those will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> the present's where it's at. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for the LA auto show. I can't wait to go. We'll obviously be there for the, the press day, but I think like you said, I think we'll probably make some plans to go back to Please some of do. the other events. Yeah. yeah. Some, the cars okay. and coffee thing, I, I know we're so going to cool. go to for yeah. sure. Um, it just sounds, it sounds really neat. And it, it, it sounds like it's everything it used to be, mm-hmm. but this other stuff. It, would right. that be fair? You haven't like think, sacrificed well, I, anything. It's, no, I don't think we've sacrificed anything by by any means. And like I mentioned, our owner has been talking a lot about just how happy she is that it's reminding her of a feeling of the show from years past that maybe had had changed uh, a little bit. And um, tonally, she's yeah, talking about yeah, tonally yeah, what yeah, you're absolutely. trying to accomplish. Like the feel when you leave, like, and I used to say this at House Blues too. Like. If you didn't have fun, even though this is about maybe potentially buying your next new car, which is an expense, mm-hmm. then we didn't do our job. You yeah. know, like the, it, it should be a fun day. And like I said, it's 25 bucks for an any day ticket. You know, it's a pretty, pretty low ticket in the world of tickets and events and things to do. Um, but it's so a really good point you make. try to keep it affordable. Yeah. It's a really good point you make. If your goal is to have people say, I really enjoyed the show, you should go like a live. Right. Th- yeah, that's a because really interesting. It raises a, the bar for what you're achieving. No better power than word of mouth, right? If everybody becomes a marketer, yeah. I've done my job. Then at that's, the end of the day, that's good. Oh, uh, IndyCar you know. too. I just saw IndyCar. Is that IndyCar? Where are you? Uh, Where are you on the map? It's the Indy. I think that's the Indy Autonomous Challenge exhibit. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> what's what's that? Yeah. So, Sounds exciting. Well, it's an autonomous vehicle, and I think it's leaving. Do you know where it's leaving, Vic? It, it's leaving somewhere and coming our way. Um, oh no, kidding! Uh, autonomously to the show. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. We got a 115th uh, anniversary exhibit, which is going to be super cool. So our, my friend and yours, 
over at the Peterson. They're loaning us a 1915 Detroit Electric. Uh, and next Whoa. to it, we're putting a 2023 21C Zinger. Oh, and cool. And so it shows sort of the, the you know, they're, you know, they both leverage battery, the Zinger, in a very different way. Um, they both leverage battery. You yeah, are good. Yeah. You are good. Uh, and uh, <laughs> But just having them next to each other to think about where we've, like, over the last 100 this years in an automotive idea. innovation. And now, look at this, a 3D printed car with, you know, zero waste. And they re-atomize everything that falls off. Like, I mean, it's just like I can barely grasp it all, whatever but it's the, so the, cool. Whatever the dust cast off, they recollect that and then make it more material for the car later. It's, it's crazy. Cool. It's, it's like just, zero waste. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I was going to say, yeah. it's not only California, it's actually Los and Angeles, Los Angeles right? as well. Yeah, that's so that's going to be so cool. That's a weird thing to think about. Yeah. We saw it at the, uh, when it was at the Peterson. You saw it there. We try to connect those two days. So we have um, the Peterson archivist and uh, Kevin and Lucas Zinger doing a Q&A with a moderator on press day. Very cool. And then during the consumer days, people can come and see the exhibit and kind of experience after hopefully maybe digesting some of that content. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, at what point will these? When will this just turn into a full on? I want to see. I want to see a concert stage at the Subaru tent. Uh, I want to see. I want to see some kind of wrestling yeah. or something over at the Jeep area. Uh, well, if you can see what's right down the middle of the two halls, uh, I, I have some. You know, we have the Galpin Hall of Customs. No, the the street that separates them two. Oh, Pico. Uh, I have some grand plans uh, in in my my devious ways. To what really? I, well, the one that goes about, under the building. If you think about it, if you closed it off and you put a stage out there, and then the two halls are actually connected in oh. one space. And you've got music and other micro mobility out there, and food trucks and all of that. You have you've removed now, the division. You've removed the division. So there are challenges there, obviously, um, to shut down a street in downtown LA. But you know, we keep trying to figure out how to best work with our partner and the space, and you know what they're. You're they, taking over yeah. everything else. I say, stamp that shit approved. <laughs> it's done. It's done. <laughs> I mean, that sounds so great. Oh, I see. And the Cars and Coffee's right across the street there. Across the street, yeah. This is going to be so fun. Well, if our new mayor's listening, maybe they'll help us out. This is so fun. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. They have to make that work for you. Uh, Or that's something that happens next year for sure. Sure. Either way. Yeah, and and, and something else, right? Yeah, you got to build. We'll we'll keep figuring it out, and I'm sure an automaker will have some crazy new idea that they want to do, and we'll figure it out. Are you enjoying your time with the auto shows? Is this the type of thing you would like to stay with for a while? Yeah, I, I, I love events. You know, I think I'm built that way from being at the true like barback level of a hospitality and like in the trenches. I'm I'm built to be in the trenches. Didn't you only do two shifts yeah. like that? Yeah. Well, I did. I did. <laughs> other you stuff. got into marketing. Well, then I was the hit squad. I was the hit squad, which was handing out flyers in Harvard Square. That's so rough. It's it's a different kind of gig in Harvard Square, um, but That's yeah, I, mean, I just it's think like com- when comedians, what do they call it? It's the flyering, the, the street, flyering, it's the same and thing, like yeah. yeah, I'm next yeah. to the buskers with the guitar. That's sometimes good, sometimes not so good. For sure, uh, part of it. Yeah, That's your, yeah, uh, you're you're like in your stripes. It. I do like it. And then the, the you know over the you know, gosh now it's 28 years um, to have some sort of a, some level of professional chop. Uh, to align with that drive to be in the mix of it all um, has served me well. Yeah. Well, it seems to go with your personality. I mean, you, you seem to just kind of drive wherever you go. And mm-hmm. if, if, that's, if that's good 
for your personality, then I would say right. everything's a good yeah. match. Sure. <laughs> good I'm, for you. I'm, happy, happy. Go- I'm an easygoing guy. I like, yeah, I, I, I really do like the, like, like, I was a psychology major and I wasn't so sure what I was going to do with that. But now that I got into marketing, the connection is obvious and sort oh, yeah. of, and I really <laughs> You're enjoy. Just with people. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yep. uh, I enjoy the, the sort of, skill sets and expertise within marketing um and i i do take pride in like doing a good job within those disciplines Mm -hmm. um and so that's really rewarding to me because we do this on a daily basis this project alone i i I couldn't be happier to see it in the rearview mirror like the amount of (laughs) the amount of work that goes into putting into the show guide and getting it right and the scale and the partners and collecting all those assets and putting it together is one of many many beasts that we tackle to put on the show but i'm proud of it and that makes me happy i'm just glad it's over (laughs) (laughs) most lovely five seven rt says i've been going to the la auto show since 1993 and it would be nice to see the exotics return ferrari lamborghini etc i feel like your answer was sort of the given earlier yeah though i mean if it depends on what the intent of the question is if you think ferrari and lamborghini um you know are going to come back as an a, an exhibitor at the automaker level their strategies have changed dramatically to how they reach their target audience and who their real like their automobile buyers are right they have a different strategy um, but right. we're going to have tons of exotics and supercars and hypercars eye candy all over the place yeah yeah that's <laughs> very well very well put yeah that's a it's i never really thought of it though like will a tire kicker at the auto show buy the lamborghini probably not that's interesting i just think it's one of those things. and maybe i mean we'd love to have them um but well, yeah but the one I or think, two versus they already have i mean right. most of their cars are already right. sold do you want to try to find the five within the hundreds of thousands or do you want to try to find the five at an event for five thousand qualified lamborghini buyers yeah makes sense you know i just think their strategies are different and the you know the the expense is different too you know you're asking someone to spend a couple hundred thousand dollars on a car (laughs) (laughs) it's a house where i came from (laughs) i mean really it's unbelievable i like mentioned connecticut before like bob sharp ferrari was uh, in in danbury bethel area there and we just would look at them you know just driving by and they were in the neighborhood of a hundred and something thousand dollars back then and it just seemed like all the money in the world. I mean, it was probably twice what our house was worth. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm on the third level of our building downtown, and I thought about starting like a a third floor Thursdays or something. And just because... (laughs) I can just watch exotics all day out my window going like it's, I don't know what just it have is about coffee like, event. Just yeah, looking out the window. Eighth and grand is a hot corner for exotics. Like, so I'm like, I could literally have a show out this window. It's well, hilarious. you maybe should maybe just get a separate well, iPhone and just I lock see it what out you, there. You're doing and maybe I'll <laughs> don't do this. This is crazy. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Nobody should do this. Um, all right. Well, you have done the time. I feel oh, nice. like, um, I feel I like I'm really excited yeah. about the auto show and that's what you came here to do. So, I hope so. Yeah. And yeah. Thank you. And uh, it is going to be a fun show, you know, uh, at the end of the day. Like, I hope I hope people see the brands if they're interested in buying a new car. But, you know, most of all, it's just going to be a, an incredible automotive experience. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Really excited. Well, thanks. Is there anything that we didn't mention that we should? No, I mean... LAAutoshow.com. Yeah, you know. <laughs> please. Follow, and, uh, follow on Instagram, LAAutoshow. Yeah. Uh, and uh, away we go. We're, we're 
what we're a week and a couple days out i can't believe that already how does that feel for you is it uh, is the production good. motion already happening where it's you can a, yeah, let go they're moving, a little bit? They start. Porsche moves in earlier than everybody else. Um, uh, they have to put they, up they walls. Have, they have, they build something TVs special. And yeah, um, but pretty you know the automakers are showing up uh, and rigging's up and you know wow. things are being built and so it is and in it's full on. production mode. It's all oh, yeah, it's on over there. Wow. Yeah. All right, it may be too late to close the street. <laughs> yeah, we're a little late for that this year. Uh, Next year, though. But next year, I got, for I got, sure. I got an ally. I'll, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll go downtown shake some hands. Okay, we'll make thanks. it happen. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, thank you so much yeah, for being here, you. David. It was a pleasure it. to meet you, you and, uh, and hear all about the LA Auto Show. Congrats on everything you've accomplished so far. Thank and RIP to the House of Blues, man. I we know. were such fans of that. Oh, yeah. There's still a few left out there, so I wish them the best. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. As a company, it exists. Yeah, yeah. The LA, the LA the one. The Sunset Strip one. Not the same when that with Alan got. Honestly, I heard years ago, and forgive me to wrap it up with a little House of Blues action, but uh, yeah, I had heard years there, ago we'll that uh, once the Anaheim one opened, that I heard that that one was doing really, very well and actually was maybe taking some hit away from the uh, LA I scene. I didn't know if that too. was actually true or if that was an excuse to shut the LA one down. No, I, don't, I think that's a little off okay. from the accuracy. Because um, every they time I went so to the Anaheim one, they were always in Such empty. different markets as well, um, you know, with the scene down there with, you know, punk and all of that and what they have. Well, but it's also in Disneyland. And and not anymore. Like, so they moved over to Garden Walk. I I opened up that one in, gosh, I can't remember the year anymore. Oh, wait, is it um, not at uh, California? No, so in the lease, I think it was, let's see, when did we open that? 20. Shit, so that one's gone too. It may have been an 18, 20-year lease or something, whatever. When the lease was up, Disney decided to do something else with the property in downtown Disney. Um, That's and right. In the a crazy Forest Cafe, they shut a lot of that shit down. Crazy oh. stroke of luck. Um, Garden Walk across the street um, from Disneyland uh, had square footage that worked well for House of Blues. So House of Blues Wait, are you opened serious? up. Yeah. So, so Garden Walk is not whatever City Walk or whatever that it used to be. No. Kind of a gardeny type of walk that it was on yes. the side there, but yes. it's not now there anymore. Totally built it out into a mixed use a retail restaurants. Wow. House of Blues is the anchor of it, 100%. 100%. Um, and, you know, it's a beautiful club. It's an absolutely stunning awesome. club. Uh, and, yeah, now, I they, miss get, now they get all the shows, I guess. I mean, yeah, uh, I guess yeah, right? so, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's tough. LA's got a lot of, a, lot of, a lot of clubs, you know, Palladium, Wiltern, Fonda. They're, you know, there's in that size of, call it, 1,000 yeah. to 3,000. There is a limit of how many clubs you can You're right, have, there are. The know? Palace is still around. Yeah. There's a handful, or sure. Avalon or whatever it's called now. You're right. Sure, Avalon. Yeah. Yep. Um, thanks for being here, man. Yeah, it was thanks. a pleasure getting yeah. to know you. For I real. Don't get I can't to talk we... House of Blues all that often, so I liked it. And talking about the LA Auto Show, it like brings it all together. Thanks for being willing yeah. to. Uh, but you've got an open invite here anytime. Well, thank whether you. Whatever you're uh, talking about or just right. want to come and hang out, all by right. all means, Victor knows that as well. Cool. Um, you've done your time. Feel free to, all right. <laughs> feel free to awkwardly uh, leave anytime you want. We're going to do a quick break. Quick break. We're going to come right back for some top of show at the end of show with producer Mike and Nicole. Uh, More to come right after this. Thank you so much to David Fortin from the L.A. International Auto Show. (laughs) Mrs. Ryan, some brief words from our friends at Oh So Delicious Hot Sauce. The hot sauce. Made by bears. (laughs) Oh, so delicious. It's a hot sauce made by bears. Garlic and serrano mixed with love and care. You can put it on your eggs, pour it on your rice. It's great on a leg, it's better on a slice. It's oh so delicious. It's a hot sauce made by bears. 
oh-so-delicious hot sauce. Great on everything except oatmeal. Get your bottle today at oh-so-delicious.org. One dollar from every bottle sold goes to the National Military Family Association. What are you driving today? 63 356B. What are you driving today? Here we go. send you a clip later tonight. Awesome. All right, with that, we are back. Woo! That was awesome. What a great guy. Very interesting as well. So great. We are back. Welcome, welcome. Let's see. Let's bring producer Mike in here, if he's even still here, if he's not asleep. Hi, buddy. Hey, man. There we go. Uh, I didn't have a whole lot here, but I did... Uh, um, was there anything we... Shit, maybe we did talk about it already. Well, you know what? We got at the very least, we got to talk about uh, the prize wheel and the Letterman podcast. What is going on with you and uh, this week's Letterman podcast? Hey, well, we can talk about that in a second. I just, I just love uh, the whimsy that showed up uh, with David talking about this auto show. Like I remember going to the, the the Vancouver auto show with my dad when I was a kid, and and the idea of you know the cars of the future and things like that. I love the uh, spirit of what he's talking about. To me. Um, you know, what they're trying to do is they're trying to bring whimsy back into this kind of a thing. And, and, mm. and, uh, I wish I was in the LA area. I'd bring my granddaughter down there. That, that just sounds like it's so much fun. Uh, well, is it too, it's probably too soon for you to make a last minute trip, but it does seem that you find yourself in foreign cities quite often these days <laughs> for one reason or another. Good and there are an, an awful lot of folks that you could interview on the Letterman podcast here in LA. Uh, and you certainly have a production facility where you could do that sort of thing if you ever wanted to here in L.A. Oh, so man. I'm just saying if you needed an excuse to come here to L.A., um, make one. That sounds like a blast. Uh, this week, you're asked what's going on the Letterman podcast. I just actually uh, uploaded for Friday's release Joe Grossman Part 1. Ooh, uh, nice. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Like, you know, I have He's talked funny. a little bit about well, he is. Oh, I laughed a lot during uh, the two hours that we talked um, he's kind of my guy. Like, like we talk about, um, how, you know, you know, sometimes there's late night versus late show and, and, and all that. I love the late show so much. And one of the reasons why I love Joe Grossman so much, he, he might be my very favorite non, uh, you know, Dave cast member of, of, of all time, because I remember in Oh four when he showed goodness, up and I first so became, what's that? Uh, sorry. I, I go, go ahead, Mike, go continue on. <laughs> No, no, no. It's all good. Um, Continue on. I love Joe Grossman so much because in 04, when he started popping up on Late Show, you know, he's this deadpan writer that would show up and exasperate Dave um, with his little, uh, you know, deadpan antics. I I looked at him. They, they play Enter Sandman to bring him out. He looked <laughs> like a guy who was like me. He's this Gen X guy. 
and and I think that I just really identified and kind of globbed onto him, mm. um, thinking, oh, he's like he's a guy I could have been playing Dungeons and Dragons with last night, and now he's working for the Late Show, and and so talking with him was a great thrill, um, and he boy was he funny. He made me laugh a lot during the interview. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. I agree. He looked like a kid, uh, just just looked like us versus uh, you know all the other folks on that show were adults i it's akin to when todd the cue card guy showed up he was like oh look there's a kid playing with all the adults in the day he's in the dave camp that's so cool uh shout out to those guys who left us a bunch of complimentary tickets on the way out the door we will make sure that these make their way to the late show prize wheel that we'll talk about in a few minutes they're fantastic yeah good stuff there uh joe grossman very cool and it's part one of two which is great part one of two yeah um, um, I think I missed some comments about... here before. I'm sorry yep. about that, but let's don't be here. I'm going to go all the way to the beginning and let's just go through these real quick. Irene Hoffman, present and ready for fun. It's an hour ago. I'm t- hope you're still here. Sorry, Irene. Uh, analog speed. What's good, beautiful people? We did your new ad read, buddy. Manuel Carrillo did this. Manuel Carrillo corrected his own deal there. Uh, Porsche has been in the same standalone hall since '95. My second year attending the show. Wow! 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 So, oh, so it's a it's a competition here, the 93 for 5RT. All right. Uh, Jay Franz, or Franzi, or Franz, says, great show, thank you. <laughs> Till now. I'm looking forward to seeing what Nissan has to bring. Oh, that's interesting. We will definitely attend the show this year, thanks. Very cool. All right, so that's good. Look, they got some people. It was worth, it was worth coming to the Toluca Lake in the rain for. Uh, I'm sorry you don't feel well. That's a bummer for me. I mean, can't imagine how it is for you. It's a bummer to me. Thanks. It's just, I honestly, it's the, just to explain to everyone, it's like a backward rubber band. Like, I go to pull up a leg, and it's like, nope, I'm on the floor. Uh-huh. I told Mark, I was like, when you pick up a kid that doesn't want to go somewhere, and they want to lay in the floor and stretch out. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna mention that the other day. You, uh, we were at Breakfast Club a little too long or just a little too whatever, and you were past your limit. And we were trying to get you back in the car, the mini, which is easier to get into. And um, my goodness, was that not only not working, but you. This is a weird one. I hope, I hope nobody gets weirded out by this, but you. You went into everything you were doing was the opposite of what you should be doing in that moment. And you looked so scared because your face was, why isn't anything doing what I wanted to? And you fell backward because you went rigid. Like instead of kind of, if you had just, um, not that you were able to, but if you were able to just go limp, you would have been 100% fine. And I could have just moved you wherever and like, like normal. But for whatever reason, you went rigid like a board. Like she planked. She planked. You planked, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> and uh, and with that, you then became a very heavy, unable to move object where I couldn't write the situation. So you planked, and then we're sliding out of the. Car. It was a fucking disaster, and it was. I felt so badly for you because your face said, "I don't know what's happening." That happens a lot, and it, no one knows what to do, and including me, I. Because it doesn't always happen. So I'm caught off guard every time it does. I'm expecting to, but when it doesn't go wonky right away, I'm like, okay, I can 
happening of this? It was crazy. I mean, it's it, it has happened a few times, but it's like I don't know how to. Uh... <sighs> There's no fix. I don't have one. You know what I mean? I can't say, oh, well, what if you just tried to? What if... <laughs> yeah. What if I tried that? <laughs> I mean, my brain like literally won't bend. So good luck. Yeah. The whole thing's weird. It sucks. Adrian Chan says, hello, everyone. Hello to you, Adrian Chan. We miss you, buddy. Uh, I hope you're doing well. Are you still selling caviar? He was a brand ambassador for a for a, a great caviar company there for a little bit. I think he still is. And um, not that we need to tell you. You probably do too. But we really miss your brother Carson. When uh, Newcombs was open, we were all regulars up there having breakfast on Friday mornings. Great. And then he couldn't leave because he could. He was supposed to go back to China, and he couldn't leave. Because, or Hong Kong because he uh, because of the COVID thing was starting. I was like, oh, it was a thing there. And like, oh, well, he can't fly there yet because remember we were all figuring it out back I in two thousand. It was before everything here. Right? Yeah, it was. It was two thousand end of nineteen and into like early twenty. So crazy. Um, the prize wheel. So people are excited about the prize wheel, and we're getting stuff for the prize wheel, and we got tickets for the prize wheel. I was going to do it tonight. Maybe next uh, on Thursday, we'll just start writing stuff in, and we can all see. How we fill up the prize wheel. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't really had a whole lot of time to deal with the prize wheel, to be honest with you. <laughs> We've had some other stuff going on behind the scenes, some good stuff as well, um, um, that, uh, that we're all really excited about. And there's nothing to share yet, and uh, it would be too soon anyway. But uh, know that there's a lot of good stuff that uh, we've been working on for a long-ass time happening behind the scenes. So really, really, <laughs> I don't know how good it is, but it's like it's a bit of a relief for me personally. And it, there's no secret that this has been, like we've been out on a limb here for four and a half years, folks. We have not known what we've been doing for four and a half years. And somebody like that walks in the studio and they go, wow, this is amazing. And the whole thing, and we're like, mm, to us, it's still just the dining room. We're still just the two idiots with no, uh, with the Amazon microphones. Sorry, you're not an idiot. I feel like an idiot. Um, so I don't know, I guess... Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for bearing with us for whatever this has been all these years. Because it's been a lot of things. And yet nothing. <laughs> know that we're aware of it. Um, know that we're aware of it. But we love you guys at home um, for watching, for sticking with us. I mean, like, this has been crazy fun especially lately, and it's only going to start ramping up more here in the future. But um, I know, I wish I could say more. There isn't, a, there isn't more to say yet, um, but just good stuff. Good vibes out there, good stuff. We didn't win the Powerball that I'm aware of unless somebody bought us a ticket as a surprise and is still planning on giving it to us. Um, <laughs> uh, but other good things are, are happening. So, um, so we love everybody. We love everybody. If there's anything we can do for you, this community has been so good to us. If there's anything we can do for you at home, yeah. uh, any viewer of this show, anyone, period, if you get wind of the fact that someone's offering help, please send me a message. Please send me a message, and, uh, and let's get that going. I don't know what it could be, but somebody out there needs something, and you're going to send me a message, and I'm going to help you with it. So, I love you. We love you at home. Producer Mike, is there anything else? Uh, I jump on a plane to go to Toronto tomorrow, so I don't think I'll be on Thursday's show. But see what uh, I mean? I think it's yeah. Sean Bishop on Thursday, buddy. Sorry. 
Okay, I'm going to do what I can to try and figure something out. <laughs> we could maybe tailor our showtime for you if that helps. Um, yeah, so t- for tonight, uh, follow David Fortin. I don't even know if he's on Instagram, but the LA Auto Show certainly is, and the LAAutoshow.com. Um, so please do that stuff. Let's see. For Thursday, yeah, it is indeed Sean Bishop. We moved Greg Grumberg. It was supposed to be Greg Grumberg. Greg Grumberg is now going to come in on 1122 with Chris Jacobs. So that's going to be a double because they're going to host their new podcast together. I was the first guest on their new podcast. Whatever. We're going to podcast it out on the 22nd, 1122, with Greg Grumberg and Chris Jacobs. So Sean Bishop on Thursday. Next week, we're back with Zach Clapman, who is the auto industry's Joe Grossman. I shit you not. Looks just like him. Not look just like him, but enough that you would absolutely go, oh, yeah, I see it. Also, Zach is wicked dry, wicked funny, and you all know him from the smoking tire. I think that's it. Good stuff, right? And Cat DeLorean next week as well to to give us the update on what's going on with DeLorean Next Generation. And there are a lot of updates to talk about. This shit got real overnight. She had no intention of starting a car company or following in her father's footsteps and she's doing both and i couldn't be more proud of her this is the most ambitious thing i've ever seen someone i know take on and she's doing it and she's killing it and i'm so proud of her so also next week cat delorean i have talked plenty tonight i hope everyone has had enough of it because i'm done We love everybody at home. Please love one another, and we will see you out there. Uh, Also, stay tuned for Tom Snyder is next. (laughs) Good night, everybody.